Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. Amen. Boys and girls, adults even, do you find it easy to pray? Give me a thumbs up for yes or down for no. I must admit, I don't find it easy to pray. Even after nearly two decades of following Jesus, and in these uncertain times when things are, are hard and life is not normal, there's part of me that's not sure what to pray. So I think the Psalms, these, these prayers of God's people, might help us at this time. Their content might help us both to express our, our joys and our sorrows, our hopes and our fears. This psalm, this prayer was written by David. Boys and girls, do you remember David from the Bible? I think we put a few pictures on our Facebook page for you to colour in. When we first meet David in the Bible, what's he doing? Can you remember? Is he singing a song? Is he looking after sheep? Or is he fighting Goliath? Which picture would you pick? The right answer is... He is looking after the sheep. He's a young man and no one thinks very much of him. Yet God sends the prophet Nathan to tell David that David will be the next king of Israel. But between that point and eventually becoming king, David had a lot of adventures. Now boys and girls, how do you think David's adventures made him feel? Hands up if you think happy, hands down if you think worried or scared. What are you going to pick? I'm going to pick both, actually. I think sometimes David had a great time, a real closeness with God and a sense of adventure, but there were other times that were hard for him. Just because he had been chosen by God to be the future king did not mean that David had an easy life. In fact, it's very possible that this psalm was written whilst David had to run away for his own safety. But in those times, David learnt many powerful lessons. Maybe this lay behind his words in verse 7. In the dark nights you help me to learn what is right. Is David meaning the dark nights of the soul, those dark seasons? Is David meaning that he he sits up at night, maybe with a degree of worry? But in those wee hours of the night too, he learns, he grows, he's instructed by God to see God, to, to see his own life, to see even his problems rightly. We don't really know, and that's part of the beauty of poetry. Our psalm begins with these words though. Please keep me safe, God, because I come to you for help. It sounds like David is in a tough time. So David goes to God for help. David takes refuge in God. Boys and girls, have any of you ever been camping in a tent? Have you? Well, why don't you come out with me just now to my garden where I have a tent?
Welcome to my tent. I, I want to tell you a story about the first time I went camping as a Cub Scout. I was only about eight at the time, uh, but I was super excited. Yet, can you guess what happened that weekend? Can you guess? It rained! It rained a lot! In fact, it was one of my few memories of that weekend is that it rained. So we had to shelter in our tent. But but even though that was my first time away from home and it was raining so badly outside, I did not feel scared. I did not want to go home. And I think part of what helped me was that the tent became a refuge because it, it just made me feel safe and secure. Yet, it was the presence of my Cub Scout leader, Liz Ferguson, who, who helped, really helped to make it feel that way. And if Liz is watching just now, hi Liz. Liz made that tent more than simply a tent. She made it a refuge, a place of, of shelter, even in the middle of a storm. Her presence, what she said and did, got me through. And when I think back to that experience, the, the only picture in my memory is, is looking out the door with Liz sitting near the entrance and rain is, is falling in the background. And on one level, I was aware of what was happening outside, but on another, I wasn't. Because that tent and the presence of Liz filled my horizon. I wasn't worried. I was at peace and had joy. David said, Please keep me safe, God, because I come to you for help. In you I take refuge. In the dark nights you help me. Friends, where are you sheltering in these difficult days? What is capturing your attention and filling your horizon. Is it only the problems? Is it only the rain? Or is there space in your life for God? Will you allow Him to fill your horizon? But how do we do that? Well, let's go back inside. So how did God fill David's horizon? And how did David allow that to happen? The psalm gives us a few ideas. Verse 1, David see, says he's in trouble and he needs God's help. But then in verse 2, he says, you are my Lord. You are my God. You are my provider. You are the one who gave, gives life, says David. And so David recognises that, that all the good things in his life come from God. They are God's gift. And that's an idea picked up by James, the brother of Jesus, who said, Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father. So here's an idea. By yourself or with others, make either a list or begin a mural of the good things God has given you. We put up that idea for families on the Facebook page, so you might already have resources at hand to begin even just now. Because remembering God's good gifts 
change the whole outlook for David and it can change our outlook as well, even in tough times. I had to put this idea into practice recently because I was wrestling with something, something that I found really hard. But in the song I spoke about before Easter, it's called Alive and Breathing, I found words which helped lift my eyes to God and change my perspective. Instead of only seeing the one thing I struggled with, I started to see the good things of God and he began to fill my horizon. So maybe this afternoon or or this week, write a list, make a mural, find a song that fits for you, but do something which enables you to remember the good things in your life, each of which is a gift from God. From this place of of trust and thankfulness, the rest of the psalm flows, building to verse 7, where David makes a choice. He says, I will praise the Lord. I will. I wonder, friends, have we learnt that lesson yet? The lesson of choosing to praise God, even amidst our circumstances. Now, it might not be joyful or happy praise, but we can still choose to praise. Our circumstances just now may make us feel worried, scared, even powerless. But you still have a choice. A choice to praise God, to say with David, I will praise the Lord who is my Lord, my refuge, my portion. And when we choose to do that, God again fills our horizon because he becomes our focus. I remember an occasion about nine years ago when I was finding life hard. At that time, I was actually working for the Scouts And driving home from the borders, I had some worship music on as I usually did in the car, but I was kind of holding back from from singing because of my circumstances. Yet in the course of that journey, I chose to worship. I exerted my will and it was like a door opened for me. As I chose to praise God, I came into a new depth of relationship with him. And I began to grow in faith, hope and peace once more. It's a lesson that stuck with me and I've sought over the years to find songs and words and and parts of scripture that enable me to praise God no matter the circumstance. I wonder, do you need to choose praise this week so that God might fill more of your horizon. The final verses of this psalm are quoted in Acts chapter 2 by the Apostle Peter. For he sees in them a foretelling of the resurrection of Jesus because because Jesus was not left in the deep hole of death. His body did not spoil but rather he was raised to life to be with his heavenly father forever. We thought about this only a few weeks ago at Easter. And that Jesus is our living Lord who gives us hope. I wonder, friends, are we giving the living Lord space in our lives? We may be in the dark night of the soul. But as we find ways to weave in thanksgiving and praise, 
which are expressions of trust. We create space to refuge in our God. And from there, he can fill our horizon, changing our whole perspective and infusing us with new hope. I pray that we would be such a people. Because as we give ourselves to God in this way, we will come to share the words of the psalmist, knowing for ourselves that he, the Lord, is close beside us. He will lead us along the path of life. May it be so. Amen. Let us close with our final hymn, Lord for the years. <laughs>